coming on The Crowded Booth with Bryce Coon. Hello, everybody. Bryce Coon alongside Ralph Leary. We got a show that is not going to be one that Ralph wants to talk about. We're going to talk about it nonetheless. But hey, we appreciate you tuning in here on the crowded booth with myself, Bryce Coon. Ralph Leary, as always, right beside me. Ralph, how you doing today, sir? I'm doing great, Bryce. You know, I, I, like you said, I'm not looking forward to this conversation today. Um, but okay. it has to happen, like you said, and mm-hmm. and a lot of it is growing on Twitter and social media every day. I feel like. Well, hey, speaking of social media, you should follow us at The Crowded Booth on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and you should follow Ralph at Ralph underscore Leary, or is it just Ralph Leary? Just Ralph Leary. Just Ralph Leary on Twitter, at Bryce underscore Coon. That's K-O-O-N for the people wondering at home uh, on Twitter as well. Ralph, listen, it's The Crowded Booth. We've got our awesome sponsors. We're kind of back in the flow of some things. Hey, if you're a Georgia Tech fan, we're going to have a Georgia Tech episode released on Thursday talking about over on our YouTube channel. That's where you need to subscribe, hit those notifications, get us to 200 subscribers. But Ralph, we're going to talk about it. Let's go ahead and get into it, Ralph. I know you don't want to. Let's talk about it. And I want to start you off with this right here. Now, the reports are that... I think Buster Olney was the first one that kind of made this news. Obviously, we know that the MLB lockout or whatever's going on, this whole thing that's going on is just a mess. Mm -hmm. But we know that the same story has been reported for, let's just say, the past, I don't know, like four months that Freddie Freeman might not re-sign with the Atlanta Braves. To me, it's just been clickbait. There's been no news. We don't know. It's whatever. Yeah, there's always a possibility. But now it comes out, and I think it kind of started around a couple weeks ago with Chipper Jones joining 92.9 The Game and talking about this in Atlanta, about how he doesn't know. I mean, it's 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 going to be something that's interesting that if Freddie Freeman wants to be a Brave, he can. But we're going to have to see how it plays out. Then today, obviously, with the news of that it's highly reported that there might be some uh, – some friction between them. That's obviously understandable with this. Ralph, I, we're going to talk about this for the full 30-minute show, and the title of the today's show is indeed, Will Freddie Freeman Be a Brave in 2022? I'm going to tell you, I'm going to give you the devil's advocate. I'm going to play that. I'm going to play the fan part, and then I'm going to play the devil's advocate part in it. And I think it makes sense. It hurts. It doesn't, it doesn't, it's not that it doesn't make, it's not that it doesn't hurt the fan that we both have in Freddie Freeman. But there are some logical explanations to why if they don't sign him, it's not the end of the world. Now, we'll talk about that. But, Ralph, from a fan's perspective, tell me, man, what is Freddie Freeman? I mean, it's often understood. What, what would, how weird would it be opening day 2022, wherever that is, and they raise that banner in Truist, and he's not on the team? They do the rings. And it, how weird would that be? Well, for one, it just wouldn't be the same. I mean, every day for the past, what, 11 years? 10, 10 years. Yeah, he, yeah. He debuted in twenty eleven. So yeah, or, 11, 20, or late late twenty ten, and then his op- first opening day was eleven. So like 10, 10, 11 years. 10, 10, 11 years. We've seen number five at first base for the Braves, occasionally at third base, occasionally. Um, but yes. mostly at first base. Um, on opening Remember when day, Jose Bautista played on that team, Ralph? We were we were uh, we were bad. Atlanta. No, that's when he played for the Blue Jays. No, oh, that was that, let's not talk about that night. That that's that's a different one. That's a different yeah. one. Anyways, keep going. But yeah, for for the past ten years, we've seen number five, and we we've known who number five was. When he's when he's at the bat, we know how consistent he is, who he is to this organization, what he means to the city of Atlanta, to the to the game of baseball. He plays the game right. He plays it with yeah. all respect. You can see the respect he gets from players, from managers, from baseball officials every day. He is one of those respectful players. Doesn't stand out to you know cause problems. He's there to 
play baseball, play for the team, play for the jersey he's wearing. I mean, I think the same way um, when people told me, like, you know, he was playing for Team Canada for the mm-hmm. World Baseball Classic. And, and a lot of people were like, why? He's from California, but his mom's from Canada. And it meant more to him to play for them. So you see it means a lot to him to play the game of baseball no matter what, like, who it's for. It's just that yeah. he wants to play the game of baseball for a certain reason, that he loves the game. And I think that no matter where he goes, if he stays in Atlanta, which, I mean, I feel like he should or will, um, if he stays in Atlanta, it, it's going to be, you know, you know, I think there's another chance for another World Series. If he leaves Atlanta, it's just going to be weird. As a fan, mm-hmm. it's going it's to feel extremely weird not to see him. It's like imagine watching Chipper Jones come to the bat as a, in a Mets jersey. Like, I can, yeah. you can because you, we saw Chipper Jones play his whole entire career with Atlanta. So. It would be weird. There's no. There's not a question if it would be weird or not. I, I think that you hit the nail right on the head. It would be like watching what we grew up as, as Chipper Jones, you know, being in a Mets jersey, which would have been blasphemy. In this case, the big fear of the Atlanta fan base is that it will be him in a Dodgers uniform. That is it for me. I, I'm going to tell you, I'd rather him go to the Yankees because you're not going to see him as much. You know, it, I, I'd rather him go to the Yankees than the Dodgers because I can tell you what's going to happen. If he goes to the Dodgers, Ralph – Game seven of the NLCS in 2022 when L.A. comes and plays, Trevor Bauer on his revenge tour shuts out Atlanta and Freddie Freeman hits a home run at Truist in a Dodger uniform to send them to the World Series, that's gonna that's not going to feel good. That's I'm not going to feel good. It's going to be rough. But, but all that to say, listen, I was talking with someone about this today. It, it would be weird. I think it would be completely unnatural if we did not see when this 2022 season does kick off and they honor the team. And you know opening day is going to be – it's going to be opening day no matter what. Mm-hmm. This one is going to be a little more special because they're going to raise the banner, put the flag out there in the outfield. It's going to be a special day, and we all convene back at Truist Park in the Battery Atlanta. But the biggest thing is is that we're going to talk about this throughout the show is does it make financial sense down the road? And one of the big questions, Ralph, is going to be one of the topics is can Atlanta win a World Series without Freddie Freeman? I think they can. Now, not maybe in 2021 they couldn't have. I, I get, I'm not saying they could, but I think that they oh, can. Yeah. In the future, the future is still bright, no matter what happens with that. And also, the money that would be allocated towards Freddie, which we're thinking is about twenty-seven to thirty million a year, they're still going to spend it, and they're going to spend oh, yeah. it. Hopefully, I'm going to give you my big, big replacement that I really we want. All to know your, we all know your replacement. Hey, baby, it's the it's the Parkview native, baby. It's yeah, Freddie Freeman light. That's essentially what it is. You look at the stats; it's the same thing. But fandom, Ralph, it blinds us because listen, we're emotions. That's why they call fans fanatics because we're blinded by our fandom. Um, it's just like the re- most ridiculous article that came out the, today that I sent you about the reason that Auburn has scuffled is because they're using Nike basketballs. I mean, that is the most lazy piece. That's that the most lazy piece of journalism I've ever seen in my life. So all that to say is when you, when you have these things, your fandom, your fanatics, it does hurt. It would be weird. It would feel like a piece of this fan base, piece of this family – and most definitely, Ralph, whatever happens, Freddie Freeman's going to be there with essentially it'll be him. Then going back, then was like Chipper. Um, you could go with like Smoltz and all them, Dale Murphy, you, Hank. You he, he's that ty- he has that type of. Well, the thing is, he has the type of impact a guy who's carried us throughout the 2010s. I think that's the well, best you know, way to put it. You talk about like you bring up those people right there, and you talk about players in the past who've play for a certain team for so long and so much great things like Clayton Kershaw. Let's just say, you know, Clayton Kershaw, Kershaw does not re-sign with the Dodgers this year. Yeah, right? it would be weird. It would be weird. Yeah, be weird. And he goes and plays with the Rangers. He's not first ballot Hall of Famer, in my opinion. 
Mm-hmm. Now, when he goes to the Hall of Fame, is he going to be wearing a Dodgers jersey or the jersey he wore in his career? Obviously, Dodgers. a Dodgers jersey. Yeah. Now, if Freddie makes the Hall of Fame, he's going to be wearing a Braves jersey because he played his most of his career in Atlanta, mm-hmm. and you know he called it home for you know ten to eleven years. So, yeah, and if you want to go back, this is a kid that was drafted out of high school at 17, 18 years old. So he's even spent longer. We were just hitting the 10 to 11 years that he's actually been in Atlanta as the first baseman wearing number five. And I think that's the biggest thing, Ralph, is it would be weird. It would be uncomfortable. But this is a guy that nonetheless would be one of the, if you had, I mean, uh, you know, starting nine podcasts did this last year about the uh, Mount Rushmore. And maybe 10, 15, 20 years from now, especially with the World Series win, Freddie Freeman, to a certain group of fans, is would be on their Braves Mount Rushmore. That's who they grew up. You would have to do multiple eras. Oh, because hands down. Because in the, well, I'm they, saying for kids that are growing up right now, like an eight-year-old or a nine-year-old that's a Braves fan right now, Freddie Freeman is the Chipper Jones that who that was right. us. Or it's it's and, our dad's Dale Murphy. That, that's what it is. Yeah, and, and uh, if you watch that podcast, go back and watch it. It's really good to talk about, mm-hmm. and you hear a lot of things about. You know, they bring up. You know, you can just bring you can just throw in Smoltz, Maddox, and Gladman on one, and throw Hank Aaron on there, and you're still missing Chipper, Dale Murphy, Freddie Bobby Freeman. Cox. Bobby Cox, and you're missing so much, and you're like, oh, those are four Hall of Famers as you put on there. And like, yeah. yes, but there's still more. <laughs> so yeah, the, Braves, the Braves Mount Rushmore might be one of the craziest Mount Rushmore there is, I think. Yeah, I agree with you. And so that's what makes it even tough when you talk about a guy that is in that category to a certain age group already. I mean, that's what he is. Hey, when we come back, we're going to talk about can the Braves – we'll talk about it. Could the Braves win a World Series without Freddie Freeman? Not in 2021, but maybe going forward when we come back here on the Crowd of Boots. Cook's Place began serving our signature hot dogs in 1985 from a cart on Broadway. We still serve the best hot dogs and scrambled dogs in town at the corner of Moon and Miller Road and at the landings. Our friendly staff won't let you leave hungry. Come in and eat to the beat with our 50s jukebox. Cook's Place, fast service, great people, awesome food. What are you waiting for? Back here on the Crowded Booth, if you're listening throughout East Alabama and West Georgia, we welcome you in that on WQEE. Uh, Ralph Leary and Bryce Kuhn here on the Crowded Booth. Ralph, we were talking about Freddie Freeman. What? How weird would it be? So now let's talk about this. Could they win a World Series without him? And yes. I think it's what a lot of people don't want to hear. But they could, and the biggest thing re- reason is this core is still very much one of the best in baseball. You know, there was a, and I'm, and I'll say it, I'll admit it, I'm a little bit of a TikTok addict, Ralph. And I tried to tag you someday, but I didn't have enough characters on it, so I'm gonna have to send the tag and send it to you. But they were talking about 2022 season and baseball is gonna be crazy. They're listing off like the Blue Jays, the Astros, the Yankees, uh, the I think I saw the same one, the, and the Braves the aren't on there. Yeah, and the and the Braves aren't on the, there. I think you all right, so I know which one I think you know what you're talking about. Um does it like start off with like um uh Francisco Lindor? Like Yeah, in the Mets uniform, like twenty twenty two. There's a part one and it talks about Acuna's return. Okay. Well the so, one that I saw did not. So but but I'm yeah, just saying I agree. Every single year we talk about this, and the the Braves are completely undervalued in the NL East. It's ridiculous. It's it's just dumb. But we saw that to say. You talk about Acuna. You have Ozzie Albies, who is one of the best second basemen in all of baseball. You have Dansby Swanson, that while not he's not the greatest hitter, he's probably one of the more clutch players on the entire team, also a plus defender. You have Austin Riley, who emerged as a bona fide superstar and can and showed Ralph one thing that he can carry team a team through a certain stretch, which is what Freddie Freeman's done. 
-hmm. You also have other guys and other other aspects of Travis Darno. You have still, you know, a very, very good group of prospects uh, that are going to come up. You have a pitching staff. So all this to say, Ralph, is could they win a World Series? Yes, because the $30 million that would go to Freddie could be allocated to bring back with the DH. Also, Braves fans might not like it. Marcelo Zuna, I'm putting my money that he is going to be in Atlanta on or wherever they're playing. I think they're playing like in Miami or something on opening day. Nonetheless, mm-hmm. he's going to be a part of this roster on opening day. You still have Ozuna. Ralph, you still potentially can bring back – if you don't sign Freddie Freeman, you could essentially bring back Rosario, Soler, Duvall, all of these guys – and still go trade. We're going to talk about that in a second. So, Ralph, this team can still win a World Series. It's, now, I know Freddie Freeman got hot this year, carried them throughout. I know there's a sense of aspect of should will they or should they sign him back, and you you deserve the year. We're going to get to why that in a second. But tell me why. Why can this Brave team win a World Series without Freddie Freeman? Because I feel like they're still young I mean, in, in multiple aspects. I know that having Freddie is, is you know the heart and soul of the team. We've been saying this for years, but – we won a World Series without Ronald Acuna Jr. The, I mean, probably to me, in my opinion, I know it's biased, but in a lot of people's opinion, probably the best young baseball player in baseball right now. I mean, it's crazy how incredible he is and what he brings to this roster. He was probably going to hit 40 home runs this year before the injury. So you're talking about a guy who hit 40 home runs, probably 100-plus RBIs and a lot of stolen bases. You know, what he brings to that team is, is a huge aspect. And you take that off the roster, it, it, you know, it, it kills my middle. So Atlanta lost a lot of momentum during the middle of the season with his injury, but you know Freddie was able to, able to help carry that momentum, and Austin Riley was stepped up, Ozzy stepped up. They got and got Rosario and Jock Peterson, Jorge Soler, and got Duvall. They were able to fill in the gaps. Freddie didn't start out hitting 300 beginning of the year. He struggled beginning of the year, like really struggled. I think he was hitting like he had like five hits in the first you know 15 games. He, he was struggling. So yeah, the, to 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 take Freddie off a roster, I know it hurts a lot of Braves fans, but you have to see what you can add. You can add pieces. The Braves lost a lot of pieces last year with losing Acuna, losing Osuna, having Darno out most of the year. You had a lot of losses, but you filled in the gaps, and they were able to do it perfectly mm-hmm. and add pieces where they needed it most, and won a World Series because of it. Listen, whether you like it or not, you're a fan. Everyone's replaceable, and they are. And the biggest thing that I think in the sense is that, like you said, they won a World Series in spite of other players. And listen, this is not a let's dog on Freddie Freeman podcast. And I'm telling you, there's going to be some people that absolutely believe that we hate Freddie Freeman. I'm telling you, Freddie Freeman has carried me throughout my teenage years now into my early adult years as the face of the Braves. Ralph, he had to go through years where he was the only reason that you wanted to go to a Braves game because he was the only player. Adonis Garcia was not firing anybody up. You know, it's it's one of those things. Is you know, so I think with this team, Eric Ibar was choking on chicken wings. I mean, this was this is what was happening during the, this run of the Braves, Ralph. So we well, had the with, Upton twins at one point. Yeah, the the Upton brothers. I mean, oh, let's gosh. let's just go t- through this because it's not an indictment of who Freddie Freeman is. The guy he can carry a team. He's one of the superstars of the game. I mean, he he really and truly is one of the most undervalued players and during his career. I don't think he's undervalued anymore because of them finally winning the World Series and showing what he can do. But this team's young, Ralph. They're very, very young. You hit on that. Ronald Acuna's, what, 22, 23? Ozzy's around the same age. Austin Riley's around 23. I think Max Fried's like the elder statesman of that entire group, and he's like 28. I mean, this is a this is a group that is primed for a big, big window of opportunity. 
you talk about, you know, he had to endure a lot. You're talking about this man played with Evan Gaddis, who was one of the Braves' hey, most El surprising, El Oso surprising starts. That infield was, at one point, was Freddie Freeman at first, uh, Dan Uglett second, Angelton, Angelton Simmons at short, and Chris Johnson at third base. None of those people play for Atlanta anymore. <laughs> Well, the thing um, is, is even go further, going to 14 and 15, you had Brandon Phillips that played for the Braves. I mean, this is a guy who Jose has stuck out some late years. Jose can't stand you. George yeah. Costanza off of Seinfeld played Reed for the Johnson Braves. Johnson played for the Braves. He was like yeah. 50 when he played. But anyways, what we're saying in this is the fact that they can win a World Series. They can still be successful. And if you, right. if you overcommit, and we're playing devil's advocate here, Ralph, and I want you for the last two or three minutes of this segment to tell me now why should they sign him back? Let's 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 dive into the fan base and 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 to the thing is, is there's no reason they shouldn't sign him back. He dealt the years. He has earned the contract. He's earned the ability to have be paid royally because of what he had to go through. But yeah, is that I mean, at risk of really locking yourself in the future where some of these younger guys you wouldn't be able to to keep who may add more value in four to five years? Well, I think yes. You say that you have Acuna for eight more years. You have Ozzy for five more years. You know. You have Danzy Swanson who's not going to get resigned next year. Uh, Austin Riley is still in arbitration, which they're you know that's still being talked about in CPA and everything. So they'll they'll figure that out eventually. But still, he has to wait his time. So mm-hmm. you know the Braves have the young guys locked up for right now. I know Danzy's going to get up up in the air next year. Um, but like you said, there's no reason the Braves should not resign him. I think they will. I know they were waiting for the the well, the Universal DH has been announced for next year. So. If they want to sign Freeman for that long extension that he wants, then they can because he can play DH his last two years in Atlanta and retire as, a, and a, and a, uh, as one of the greatest Braves players of all time. That would be uh, probably the last person to win number, win number five in a Braves mm-hmm. jersey ever again. And he deserves that. Like you said, that man has he has put his life on the line. I say that in, the, in a weird way, but you know he's played his entire career with Atlanta through some of the roughest times. I'm yep. talking about a team that was – bunch of nobodies at one point is now a team full of superstars and world series champions the guys that were plays last minute uh were traded you know signed in off season just you know you talk about alex Anthopoulos and what he's done you know the braves really do love freddie freeman and they want him to stay uh the reason they didn't resign him beginning time because they the the amount of time he wanted was not what they wanted to give him at the time which sounds horrible but you got to look. Do you want a 40-year-old first baseman? It's a business. Playing? It's a business. Yeah. I mean, Freddie's not going to be an effective first baseman at 40 years old. Let's just be honest. Yeah. Here. No one is. I mean, I hate to say Literally. it that way. I mean, David look at Ortiz Albert Pujols. Yeah. David Ortiz, Ortiz was like the one player, but it's because he's DH. That's all he did. Yeah, but see, uh, even Albert Pujols, when he played for the Angels, he was really good because he was just hitting home runs every you know five or six bats. But you know, you're watching the World Series. He can't play first base as well as he could. Mm-hmm. You know, 50, like 10 years ago. So, exactly. Freddie's going to be a great DH for the Braves or whoever he goes, sadly. Hey, when we come back, I'm going to tell you, play a little more devil's advocate with you of why you don't want to end up like another team in Major League Baseball and who a potential replacement could be. Don't get us wrong. I don't want to live in a world, in the, in the words of Jared Carabas, I don't want to live in a world where Freddie Freeman isn't an Atlanta Brave. <laughs> Your soap is. And your body wash is a synthetic detergent. But you're not a dish. You're a man. Switch to Dr. Squatch Natural Soap for Men. For men who build things. 
Open pickle jars on the first try. Slay dragons and let their daughters braid their hair. Men who like to feel good and smell titillating. Dr. Squatch takes you places you never thought you'd go. Naked. Back here on the Crowded Booth, Bryce Coot alongside Ralph Leary. And Ralph, we've talked about it. We've said it over and over again. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk this, uh, this segment and tell you why you don't want to end up like a certain franchise. And the franchise that I'm talking about, you don't want to end up like the Detroit Tigers. Miguel Cabrera, a lovable first baseman. They signed into the long-term contract. A lot of teams are scared to sign those long-term contracts because they don't want to end up that situation. Miguel Cabrera, obviously, Ralph, a first ballot Hall of Famer, one of the greatest hitters of our generation. When we were younger, I mean, the guy won, like, I think he won one triple crown and came close to winning another one. Like, unbelievable. He almost came close to winning three for yeah. one. Yeah, I mean, he's one of the greatest hitters of all time. Yeah, and so you don't want to end up like that. And I, and I think the reasoning and, and maybe just – just taking a step back, which is a lot, very hard for fans to do because the initial reaction is, we need Freddie Freeman. He has to be back. He has to be back. And I get that. But he has to be back right now at age 32, 33, 34. But what happens ages 36, 37 when I think Freddie Freeman's game translates beautifully at an old age? He's not a big power guy. That means he's not going to lose a big part of his game. He's a doubles. He's, a, he's an alley guy. I mean – I think at the end of his career, Ralph, he's going to be like a Nick Markakis. I think yeah. I think that's what you're going to see towards. That's a great comparison to him. A very end. I mean, it's kind of what I try to do for a living, so I do appreciate that. Uh, but you know, it's one of those things. He's going to be a guy that can hit the gap, hit the doubles, get you base hits at an age 37, 38. But the problem is, Ralph, is when the time comes time to which in the next year or two, you're going to have to make a decision on Dansby Swanson. Ozzy Albies is going to outplay his contract. So is Ronald Acuna. At some point, I'm telling you, Ronald Acuna at age 30 is still going to be very, very good. Ozzy Albies at age 29 is still going to be very, very, very good. Max Freed's going to need a new contract. Soroka, I know that your dad's not fond on him, but that's okay. But Mike Soroka, this pitching staff, these relievers, you're going to have to make money. You don't want $35 million tagged up to a guy who is not doing anything. And that's what's happened to Detroit is they had to ride this out with bare bones else on the roster. And if this year showed Braves fans anything, Ralph, it's that you can't win it with one guy. We already knew right. that in the game of baseball. But you have to have 25, 26. We'll even go 27, 28 because there's guys that flip back from AAA to major league level. You have to have those guys that can play and you have to have a very good roster. So it's dangerous to commit that much money to one player. I, so from a business perspective, I understand yeah. that. I don't want to see this Braves team in eight years be have to not be able to sign a Ronald Acuna back or, or an Ozzy Albies because they've got 30-something million tied up to a Freddie Freeman. I don't want to see that. I love Freddie Freeman, but that's where you have to take a step back and you have to separate the fandom from the business aspect, and that's what they're doing. Okay, so I played that aspect of it. Now, the biggest replacement I want them to look at is a Matt Olson, 27, 28 years old, from Parkview, from Atlanta. Ralph, you look at the numbers, you look at his swing, he's a lefty. He's essentially a Freddie Freeman prototype. That's what he is. It would be a perfect fit. Also, Anthony Rizzo's out there. There's not, you know, Anthony Rizzo's a lovable guy. I think everybody likes him in Major League Baseball. He's a fun guy. He's got a great attitude. It's not going to do do much to, you know, he's not going to put the same numbers that Freddie did, maybe Rizzo, right. but but he's but he's still there, you know, camaraderie-wise. Another thing you have to worry about is the chemistry of the locker room. That's going to be a big thing. Remember, Ralph, when those guys came in the trade deadline last year, that I think out of all guys, it was a guy who ended up didn't even playing in the, in the playoffs was Stephen Vogt, who said, let's have fun. Like, let's have fun. And, and him and Jock Peterson were those guys that kind of instilled mm-hmm. that in the locker room. Freddie Freeman 
has had that locker that says number five in Truist Park since 2017. He's had it in Turner Field. He has been a staple of that locker room. Losing that could impact. So it's really, Ralph, it comes to a cost-benefit, and that's getting a little too economical, but it really is. Is the cost of $30 million a year, 30 35 let's let's just ballpark it. If, it's yeah. th- if that is it, is that worth – is your return on investment going to be worth it? On the front end, I believe so. I'm not worried about Freddie Freeman until he's about 36 or 37. That's right. when I start to worry, is the $30 million worth it? You know, you can front load, you can back load contracts, and I'll let you take this. I'm not saying that I don't want them to, but I understand a little bit of the hesitation. That's all I'm saying. I get the hesitation, although it's not a popular thing to say on Braves Twitter, which there's not many things that are popular to say on Braves Twitter in general. But would, would you agree with me? Do you, do you disagree? I understand from a fan's perspective, but from the business, I also kind of get it. Yeah, I mean, I, I completely agree with you. Uh, and you can look at some articles. I think the Braves offered them 135 for five years. Mm-hmm. So you're shooting around 27 a year. So you wouldn't be hitting that 30-plus mark. Now, he wants six years. That's what he's been asking for. That's what the Braves didn't give him at first. So I think the money's okay. I think that's six years what he's really looking for. And I mm-hmm. think that's what he'll find in Atlanta. I think they, they wouldn't pass up giving him a six year just because, you know, they don't want to. I mean, they're going to give him a six year. But if, if something happens, they can rearrange the contract, obviously. Yeah. Now, you talk about bringing Matt Olson in. It's great, great, you know, comparison. You know, he's, he's from Atlanta. It'd be a huge, um, a huge upgrade. They're having to bring in someone from the um, from AAA or something like that. Another one is you would have to make a, a move in defensively. You have to move Austin Riley the first and sign Jose Ramirez. Yeah. I mean, I know that's – I know we're just – I'm, I'm just talking. We're just throwing stuff out there. That's yeah. fine. There's yeah. a lot of things. Like you said Anthony Rizzo. I was like, I'll just throw someone random out there too. Anthony yeah. Rizzo is a, is a fun guy. Jose Ramirez is a – you know, be a different really person to bring player. here. He's really great good player. player. Switch great, hitter. Great yeah. hitter. Switch hitter. A good third baseman. He's a great defensive player. Obviously, Austin Riley's established himself at third base, but he can play first base. We know he can. Um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind seeing that. I mean, I know. I know. Like I said, we're just throwing stuff out there. But he's another guy you can think about Braves bringing in for you know three mm-hmm. or four years. You know, you pay him a lot of money though because he's a, yeah. he's a he's a big sense of player. And I just said, comes I to say, from the Indians, by the way. He's not the Indians anymore. Yeah, don't say that, Ralph. You'll get canceled for sure. Um, Ralph, before we wrap up today's show, the biggest thing for me is you pointed out if they're willing to go five years, one thirty-five, which is twenty-seven million dollars average annual value, then the sixth year is what keeping him up. He'd be thirty-eight, thirty-nine. That is where I think the fan base is having a tough problem because it's not like you don't want to pay him. It's not like they're offering him twenty. You know what I mean? And other teams yeah. offering him twenty-seven. They're offering just about where they want him. But this is the problem. Is when all, whenever this whenever this melts down and whenever this lockout ends, everything's going to move very quickly. Yeah. So I guarantee you, Freeman and his agent and his family, they've they kind of know what they're going to do right now, mm-hmm. and they have an idea. The yeah, Braves kind of know what they're going to do, and will kind of you know offer wise and what they're willing to accept. The only the biggest thing is what's going to happen is let's say Atlanta gives them that sixth year. So it's six years. What would that put it at, Ralph? That put it around one hundred and fifty-two thousand, or one hundred sixty-two thousand, or one hundred sixty-two million, one thirty-five plus twenty-seven. Yeah, one hundred sixty-two million. Yeah, I almost said one hundred sixty-two thousand, one hundred sixty-two million. <laughs> but the problem is, you got a team over on the west coast. You got a team up north in the northeast that says, "Yeah, okay, that sounds good. We'll give you six years, one eighty. That's that's what that's what you really need to be scared of. 
Not that Atlanta's not going to give him an extra year, because even if they do, I don't think it's a guarantee that he goes there. I don't think I don't know. I don't I don't think he's going to take a hometown discount, in my opinion. If a team well, goes out there and offers them, they Atlanta had their chance to negotiate the contract. Ref, you got a minute and a half. Wrap it up for us. You know, I, I think you know what you're saying about the you know, the Dodgers throwing some money out there. Yeah, I think that, that could be a thing, but I really do think that him being you know very giving him what he's asked for. You know, just even ballparking the area, I think they'll be okay with it. I think he'll, he'll accept it. And like you said, once this you know this lockout ends, it's going to happen. Two a day or two after it happens, I really feel like it won't it won't last long. You know, Freddie will be on the phone with uh, the Braves. They'll have everything set up. They'll have the they'll have the offer. He'll probably counter offer. They'll probably accept it right there. I don't feel like it's going to be a very long process. I don't. In, in, in the, I know we've talked about him not being a Brave. He's going to be a Brave. I don't think there's no there's no way they don't offer him something that he's asked for. Yeah. Um, this well, isn't the and that's what that, I hope. Yeah, this is the team that we, we we're, we're going to see that don't offer someone like this kind of money. We know we know who he is. We've offered money to all kind of players, but this is it. I, I feel like this is the one guy that keeps the rest of his career in Atlanta. And I certainly hope so. I hope it works out for both parties, Ralph. That's all this show is to analyze and kind of look at what could happen. But like you said, we're both fans. We love Freddie Freeman. There's nothing quite like watching Freddie Freeman step up the plate, Charlie Freeman picking out his walk-up music. We'd all feel like we lost a little bit of part of the Freeman family, which has been a part of the Atlanta Braves organization since he was 17, 18 years old. For my partner, Ralph Leary, my name is Bryce Coon. We appreciate you so much tuning in. Whether it's on radio or whether you're watching this on YouTube, hit the subscribe button right down below. Make sure to check out our sponsors, Dr. Squatch, as well. They have an Awesome, awesome soap. Ralph, I just renewed mine. Ralph has uh, uses their soap. I use the shampoo. It's fantastic. Also, Cook's Place Hot Dogs. We appreciate it. We are out so long and see.